2: G.I. Joe Sigma-6, name for a highly trained
3: special mission force. It's objective. Stop Cobra. Stop Cobra. Cobra. Sigma-6, be a hero. G.I. Joe will turn the tide. Be a hero. Sigma-6 is on your side. Be a hero. Be the best
2: of the best. Whenever there's a mission, G.I. Joe is Hey, there. everybody, and
3: welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. Getting a quick intro in before Chan can ruin it. This is Knowing Is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus.
2: You should check out my new podcast, Chan Can Ruin It. It's uh Oh. It's just me. It's just me.
1: I like I would rather it be called Can Chan Ruin It because then people would be tuning in to see like, uh, like you they would pick delightful things and you would have to find special ways to ruin them. Like someone would be like, puppies, can Chan ruin puppies? And then you, you, I assume, would would talk about, like, the time that you probably got bit by a dog and and that's why your whole personality is the way that it is or something like that. And And then a judge would say, like, yeah, yeah, Chan can ruin it.
3: Yeah. I feel like that's a little bit of a difficult reach for a premise, though, Gina, only in the fact that I've known Chan a long time and he can ruin anything. Like there's but that's no drama the there. in like will the, be ruining it The challenge would be like
1: trying to trying to find things that like, like then because, you know, like it gives some audience participation. Like I bet there's things like what if someone said James Hong? Can you ruin James Hong? I don't think so. Wow. wow. I
2: think you he yeah. I think he could do I think you could
3: do so
1: it. Thank you. Or like some, funny. some wrestler that you like or some wrestling move that you like. But then I, I guess the wrestling is easy because then you could just bring up like brain damage or something like that.
2: Oh yeah. CTV well, you can, I mean, I think that,
3: to weird. me, I would just, I would pivot slightly, Gene. Is all I'm trying to say. I would say, how? I, can I didn't Shane ask ruin for notes, and I'm not taking them.
2: <laughs> I'm giving notes on this. How Gene can champ ruin? Here. Because
3: we already know he's gonna. Uh, uh, to me, there's no drama because we know he's gonna. That's all. That's all I'm saying. As no, as the he
1: network, so far
3: he has not come up with a way to ruin James Hong.
2: I mean, wh- g- yeah. Give me a minute, Jesus Christ. I'm sure Look, he he's was in R.I.P.D.
3: And uh, that's that's pretty bad.
2: That doesn't
3: ruin him. That
1: actually <laughs> makes him more endearing. That That's what it would be. I think it would be uh, it would be a uh, Gina and Chan show. Mm-hmm. And there would be a there would be a judge. And Chan would make his argument to ruin something that people sent in. And I would make the argument on why his ruining it doesn't count.
2: I thought you would have a whole separate oh, podcast. It okay. would be Gina can eat it. <laughs> or can Gina eat it, I guess is what we're looking for. I and don't need a podcast it. for that. That's my life. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm well, saying. The, that's my life is ruining things. <laughs> Wait, and Ray's podcast would be called Ray Can't. <laughs> oh, I just figured my podcast would be
3: called Will Ray Understand It? <laughs> well, no, because that's basically this podcast. And the answer is typically no. Yeah.
1: Yeah, anyway. And then, and then people would write in and suggest, like, what about this children's book? Can Ray understand that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Butter battle? I don't get it, guys. What are we even talking about here? Anyway, this is knowing it's half the podcast, and I am to Canis.
2: Yes, you are. I'm giving you I'm Gina a second Ipilito. chance to say your goddamn name. I know, and what's like happening.
1: This is this is something that Chan can ruin. Introductions. Yeah.
2: Oh, Can't ruin the intro to the show. Mm, more than 500 that. episodes. I've ruined almost every single one <laughs> of those intros. You're not, you're not wrong. I, I, we were counting anyway. it up before uh, the uh, show started. And we've been do- We've we done definitely. a lot of these. A lot of these. And still the people demand more. The, demand is a strong word. But, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. The ballpark. Tolerate. There's some people that will put I up think- with it then. And-
3: demand is very heavy lifting yeah. uh for that word i think
2: given um, the number of years anyway, that we're I've talking done... about Ugh, no okay. <laughs> let's move on let's move on no trying to it.
3: start the show uh we're talking about gi joe sigma six this is episode nine of sigma six this is called polar and i think we got the title right on this one gi joe official channel because this one takes place
2: at the south pole
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. i thought it South was... pole. i thought it was going to take place in venice I mean, oh,
1: God. Because
2: you have the people. Ray doesn't are-
1: understand it. Ray doesn't understand it. I know. I'm yeah.
2: explaining it for Ray. <laughs> there are people who are on the boats and have a big pole and they push along. So it's the person who has the pole. It's known as a polar. They're not actually known as a polar.
3: I don't think anyone
2: calls them a polar. I don't think this bit works, Chan. I,
3: or if it does, <laughs> I don't understand it.
2: Well, Ring the if- bell. All the members of the Upright Citizens Brigade were in Venice. At least one of them would be a polar.
3: That's.
1: that's, Oh, okay.
3: Okay.
2: Shockingly good.
3: Honestly, like, I want to get mad at you about that, but I can't because it's it's, it's got strong
2: legs. I can unruin things, too. I just don't (laughs) want to. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Anyway, G.I. Joe has two new snow vehicles. They're called, what are they called? The ice sabers. And uh, high tech is giving them a hard time being like, those are brand new vehicles. Please don't ruin them. Uh, so hopefully that they both make it. Mm. Anyway, intro to the theme song. How come now this is where I get confused. Like there was that one intro in the middle for like episode six or seven where they added in all that footage. And, and we haven't seen that since then. And I want to know like what happened in that one episode. Do they just need to fill extra time?
1: Oh, guns. I don't remember that. What was it? Is it possible that it was like someone on YouTube futzing around and just I, adding? No, stuff? these
2: are all on the official channel.
3: Yeah, exactly. Oh. I would I would think so normally, but this is the GI Joe official channel, and they don't even they don't even put closing credits on these things. They just blast you right to the next one. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It was just a strange thing. It happened a few episodes ago, and it just hasn't happened since. And uh, did-
1: this. It did seem like this episode just started right away. Like it it felt like they were like, we've got a lot. We've got a lot in this episode. Just go right into it. There's no preamble.
2: I like that. Yeah. Very little. Which would be nice if they had anything to go to. Yeah. They (laughs) stretched out six minutes of of, uh, plot into a full 22. And that is.
3: I like this episode better than the last one, mainly because Tunnel Rat was not in it.
2: Uh, but yeah, they yeah, yeah. made heavy duty the tunnel rat. Like heavy ugh. duty was
3: okay. I okay. Look, I have my I have my problems with heavy duty in this episode as well. We will get to them when we get to them. Uh, I did a pre- I do like an episode that shows you where we are right now, and then right after the intro takes you to two days ago to show you how we got there. No, it says I like that. Wait, does it say two days ago?
2: It I says read five. two days ago. This says five.
3: Five. What are you talking about?
1: I
2: double check because now I,
3: I know Chan's trolling me. No, doesn't it say few days ago because I specifically wrote down
1: they left out the word A and I hate it.
3: I believe uh, it was two days ago, but I will I will also I, check. Did
1: all three of us see something different?
3: Oh did <laughs> we watch the right episode? <laughs> Am I having a stroke right now? What's happening?
1: I read few days ago because I was furious.
2: Boop, um, boop, 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 boop. Boo looking at it right now and i can't see it because it's too small
3: well anyway uh there's a mining fortress cobra set up a mining fortress i don't even know gi joe knows that overkill is running this mining fortress and my question is how do they know that like there's except for the fact that it's very cold but there's other humans there so i don't like i don't know why they just automatically know overkill is running it but he is so good job uh there's i a, never know these things excuse uh, me gina I, you are absolutely correct it says few days ago hell and yes. my brain hell? made it two days ago okay i, I don't it was remember five. who it
1: was but whoever that person was on twitter that's keeping track of all the times you two are sexist and don't believe me and i turn out to be right which at last count was i believe he said most of the time Please add a check mark. That seems like too much.
3: That seems like too
2: much. Um, I I don't feel like this one falls into the realm of misogyny. It falls into the realm of fucking why? Why would that be a thing?
1: but that's why i noticed it because i said "Why are they trying to be cool like by leaving out the word a just writing few days ago but oh, but you should have but, known that i would have i i wouldn't have gotten mad without doing without double checking
2: even you know writing a few days ago is nuts like why would you <laughs> yeah. why would you even bother doing that in like a like a high tech uh, um, uh, graphic like that
3: Unless well, they're I trying also to be don't
1: w- understand why, like what part of the plot it serves. Like, usually narratively, when you do something like this, it's because you show a crazy scenario and then you're like, oh, like two, 24 hours ago, just to see how you got into this crazy scenario. Yes. This literally starts out with, like, oh, look at us. We're in the Arctic. And then it's like, boom, a few days, few days ago, not a few days, days ago. ago. And there's no narrative reason to. Do that like it makes me think a kid wrote this and was like watching a movie where that happened where it was like someone's dangling over a cliff and they're like i really got myself into a pickle this time bam 24 hours ago and then we see the guy live in his normal life and the kid was like wow that's so cool i'm gonna use this in this gi joe episode they're paying me to write
3: <laughs> <laughs> i well this is crazy because we all got a different thing from it and only gina can read that's what i got out of it um which is fine that's fair uh, to be fair, I'm watching a lot of Venture Brothers right now. Um, the iTunes was selling the uh, complete Venture Brothers everything for ten dollars, so I'm oh, picking no up kidding. all the old, epi- all the newer episodes I never, I never watched.
2: Mm-hmm. And you, it's, did you get the movie?
3: Uh, no, I've not got. I'm gonna wait till I finish the series and then I'm gonna watch the movie um i'm excited for it but the thing that kills me is that's a trope that venture brothers does all the time is just show something absolutely batshit crazy and then cut to like gina said 24 hours ago and then Mm. they show us how we got there right at the end they hit the point at the beginning and then they immediately move past it and then they they just dismiss it almost outright their storytelling on that show is insane it is so wild nobody tells stories like that show Uh, I can't even really. It'll take too long. It would be its own podcast. What I'm trying to say.
1: Wait, do we ever get back to present day?
3: Yes, because present day is when the two um, the present day is when the two would be uh, going towards the base, Uh which is like halfway through the episode.
2: So it's so weird. So such a weird. uh, It's it's one of those things kind of like a a Dutch angle. Like, you know, you see it on screen and sometimes you'll be like, Oh Jesus, one of these again, you know, like "Oh, the the camera's all crooked. Uh, but it gives a sense of dynamism to the, uh, to the shot. And, you know, in, in a certain context, you know, like in a really action oriented kind of thing, it's like, Oh, this is kind of cool. You know, like it's, it's just a little bit off. Um, in the same way, I feel like this is a tool like, um, you know, it doesn't have to be like some huge thing. It's just like, Hey, we're in the Arctic. And then, like, oh, how do we get here? Let's cover, let's do the exposition afterwards, after you've jumped into the thing, you know, uh, in media res, which is, you know, like, it's a little uh, uh, clunky, but it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just a tool. I mm-hmm.
3: like it. It's a good I like the storytelling. I, I like it a lot. Um and You're I You're talking think about they... in this episode, you like the storytelling. God ah, let that's, that's, <laughs> I like the the premise. <laughs> oh hey, you know the what I love you know. you
2: know what I love in this episode. You know what? Are you gonna are you gonna tell us? That's a good question, because I'm not getting any sound off of this thing. Why am I not? Oh, we forgot sound? to test it. Oh you people make things different difficult for me. Yes, we make
3: things difficult. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's just keep going then. Uh, So there's power stones in the South Pole and Overkill is drilling for them in a mining fortress. Uh, They need to hit the digger. Uh, I don't care for that word.
2: I do not like that. That was very much a note I made. I'm like, you know what? Yeah,
3: I, I know almost what- made the note.
1: And then I was like, I'm not even going to mention it because I don't want to hear it again.
2: I thought the note, but I wasn't going to say it unless somebody else did. It's just not a thing that I want a cartoon to go near. I mean, you could call it a driller. Yeah. You could call it a a a, a, a diggy thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So when the former president goes onto to his social media
3: and says, we need to go get those riggers," mm-hmm. um, did that also make you as uncomfortable as it did me? Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah.
2: remember what you're talking about, but we it feels know. very much like something that would have happened between 2016 and 2020, which I have blanked I, out. Of I my think memory. it
3: happened like two weeks ago.
2: I also that has also <laughs> been blanked out of my memory.
3: Um, look, I'm just saying uh, when you talk about uh, uh, the word digger, you got to use the hard. R. Ugh.
2: <sighs> you know what? I, Find the clip that i was looking for which was oh. this
0: yeah but pulling combat duty in the south pole isn't exactly what i had in mind
2: that accent is back
0: <laughs> uh, I
2: hate much it. like it's, you know how, what it's it's not as bad though it's not as bad it, it's dialed back and it's basically a southern accent which, i still hate it yes it doesn't make any sense uh, like, I, I, you know, like, sure, it's, it's, uh, let's do something new with the property, whatever. It doesn't have to be exactly the same as the Scarlet from Sunbow era, but to start in the middle of the series
1: with a brand new action. Yes, that, that is why I hate it. It's also such a nothing burger, like, every voice in this cartoon is such a nothing burger. Like it sounds like a level one voice acting class where everyone is like really trying their best, but it's, it's, it's like a scratch test. It's not making it into the finals.
2: I assume yeah. by scratch test, you meant like uh, when uh, you go get those allergy tests at the allergies <laughs> and they poke you with a bunch and you just, you just have this whole thing of scratches. Cause you're like, oh, God, yeah, exactly. And
3: they won't let you itch it.
2: Oh, yeah. I thought
3: you meant those lottery tickets where um you have to do match you, the numbers. Do you,
2: do you, like, like for your math test at school, you just scratch off A Bs. Yeah, but you D. like
3: you Yeah, that's how I that's how I did my math test at school. I just brought in lotto tickets.
2: Scratch chon Um
3: now here's the deal. I I I this is a talented voice actor. We established that in a previous episode. She wasn't ready with that accent that they asked her to do like six six episodes in which blows me away. Um, I think she found it here. I hope this is the level we get because it's basic. It's not, it doesn't protrude. It doesn't like get in the way of anything. And it's fine because I can ignore it. (laughs) And it doesn't take me out of the moment with how just bizarre and weird and constantly changing it is. You know what I'm saying? So I I did make a note here. Like, okay, if this is where we settle on for the Scarlet accent, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. (laughs)
1: I, I mean guess. it really is. It's like yeah, it's like sitting on an old sofa and you're like, god, this is the most uncomfortable thing ever. And then you finally find a position where you're like, ugh, all right. I I I'm, I'm done. I'm done trying. <laughs> I can live with this it. This
3: is good
2: enough. <laughs> uh also, uh since uh, I'm in I'm in the catching up game right now. You have to hit the digger. You know what? Yeah. I don't like it. No. You don't have to hit the digger, don't Uh, the driller. I
3: agree with you. Driller is what you should say Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you gotta hit. uh, You gotta hit it in three points, and you gotta hit it three points to avoid uh, total catastrophe. Now we say that now. Now thinking about how the ending of this episode goes, uh, (laughs) did it matter?
2: (laughs) Uh, I I guess it didn't. It's very video gamey, which is very much the aesthetic of the show and. Like, if this were a video game, I would be into it. I'd be like, oh, cool. Here's the thing. I got to go down and like put the bomb on the three different places and then get out of there before. Um, But I've never been one to enjoy watching people play video games. Like it's one of those things like when my yeah, I don't understand
1: anyone that does enjoy
3: uh, that. It's very weird. uh, I I think it's weird to not understand it.
1: (laughs) Why would you not just play the video game yourself?
3: Um, well, there's 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 a whole world to it. Like, why not just play football yourself instead of yeah, watching I, the NFL? That as well. Why, why go to a play when you could just buy the script and put on your own production? Like, no, that, you know, one, it's, that it's one because does that's not, what entertainment is.
1: That one does not. Uh, that one does not track.
2: Yeah, you why listen things, to a podcast when you, watch you can sit things. with us for, for eight years? <laughs> I mean, that is from day one i have asked that question Same. why would anybody listen to this <laughs> and i'm still baffled uh you watch things uh you watch people doing things that you can't do i can't play football so i can watch them and get invested and whatnot like that but like yeah video games um yeah the most amazing video game player i'm kind of like well i mean sure i guess you're good at that like your hands <laughs> move a little faster you've obviously played a lot more than me um but like i don't know yeah like uh i could do that if i wrote if i was really into a game i could play no, it for thousands it. of hours no but like that's, if i that's outrageous. was really into basketball i couldn't i couldn't you know put myself in that kind of shape and play in the nba so
3: this is the point. Like you tell yourself that you could do that. And then I watch somebody like faker playing league of legends like 10 years ago. And there are some highlight reels of some moves that I can't even comprehend what he's doing in the game uh, that I work on. Uh, or also the guy who used a guitar hero controller to beat dark souls. And I just sit back and I'm just like, that's ridiculous. Now, if you're asking, why would you watch a regular person play video games? That I think is a different conversation. But when I'm watching people play video games, it's either because they're breaking down the story of the game and I'm watching a video of their opinion. You and could their, get that uh, by
0: playing the game.
3: But I'm watching it for their take on it uh, because I think they have a good because, set of opinions. Because you and don't understand these games. We, <laughs> we watch the same piece of art and I have a different pull than another person has and I enjoy watching their opinion on this art. That's, the that, you know, it'd be no different than watching uh, a, like, video like a, a, a video about no philosophy or other art. You know,
2: I got no problem with that. I think part of my problem is the stuff that my five-year-old watches. Uh, uh, okay. Sure. Those people are terrible and they're a stain upon the soul of humanity. And uh, he loves them, loves them, loves yeah, them, look, loves them. Can't get enough of giggly them.
3: giggly people who play Roblox and Minecraft and they're just have high-pitched annoying voices. Uh and and yes I mean look kids love it. Uh kids love it in the same way that we loved old cartoons when we were kids, you know. They just watch different things because the kids of today don't watch those kind of cartoons really anymore, you know. Oh my God. They'll binge a one oh or two God. that they like, but they're watching instead of watching mindless Saturday morning cartoons, right. they're watching mindless Minecraft and Roblox videos and that's fine. That's just right. how the culture shifted.
2: Are our kids going to be doing a podcast? about shitty uh, video game streamers of the early 2020s.
1: Very optimistic of you both to think that humanity will be alive when your kids are our age.
2: uh, Humanity will be alive. It won't be in good shape. Uh, Twitch will be like uh, uh, playing a a rusted old uh, um, Nintendo (laughs) DS and other people in the room are watching you. But like, (laughs) still be alive.
1: I mean you two are honestly the ones it's who gonna be because it's gonna be kids. the follow-up
3: podcast. It's gonna be the follow-up podcast of this Start you know, with with Chan's kid, my kid, and Merlin, who somehow will still be alive and uh and
2: doing the show. Yeah. He'll still be going, Meow, be like I'm peeing 40. in the background. <laughs> I don't remember if no, I, no, I cut by that out. At this point I don't remember if I Chan, edited that from the by episode. At this point.
3: Science will have a thing that lets cats talk by then. I'm just, I'm just go ahead and play one extra chess move there, uh, and, and assume that by this point he's, you know, he's fine.
2: He's doing and that. that's what he will be saying.
3: Yeah, no, that's what he'll be saying for sure.
2: Yeah, I am.
3: <laughs> anyway, we have Operation Ice Storm, and you know what? This, they've done this gimmick a couple of times where, at, at, okay, they do a thing where they plug the mission parameters into their computer. And then it tells them log algorithmically uh, who the best choices are for the mission, and I and they do a little sequence where they're like gearing up and they're on the screen and their stats come up and that shit is awesome. I absolutely love this sequence. What I didn't love in this episode is High Tech says, "Let's feed it into the machine and let's see who it says." And then Duke says, "Okay, guys, here's who's on the mission,"
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
3: he just. He just, fit, he just says, the three of us in this room are on the mission, and then you can almost see the computer working backwards going, oh yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, heavy duty and uh, Scarlet and Duke. Please don't turn me off.
2: Uh, hold on. Hold on. So- let, me, let, let me see. Let me see.
3: Now, biodata and mission histories are uploaded and ready to access Duke. Analyzing operation profile. Processing biodata for team assignments.
2: Okay, okay. He doesn't actually say the computer is picking them. It's pulling it up and offering the relevant data for Duke to pick it out. So it's not as but bad as in that. In other missions, the computers picked it out, though. That's where I'm confused. I don't think so. I think he was also just like, I want A and B and C, and the computer yeah. pulls it up, shows all the cool graphics. you know.
1: Yeah, because he says, uh, I need heavy duty because I need someone strong. I need a token vagina. And then I'm going so because different. where the vagina goes, not wrong. so go
3: I.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, that's, let's let's here's the deal. Let's what track is- this in episodes going forward and see if Duke's just picking them or the machine is supposed to be spitting it out. Because my understanding is that's the job of the machine to analyze the mission and put the right people in the right place. No, it's very. No. Uh, it's, specific- very it's very suicide mission for Mass Effect Two.
1: No, he because he do, He literally does say like, "Oh, sc- oh we need a uh, we need." I don't remember what Scarlet's thing is. What is Scarlet's thing? Ops. Yeah, we need someone covert who's good to covert ops. We a need a
2: background in covert ops.
1: We need heavy duty for the muscle. What? Yeah. And then Knowing he's like, the an i to run the show to, to Monday morning quarterback or whatever he said. <laughs>
2: you yeah. know what? I was going to play. What the plan
3: is, did we need anyone in covert ops? Did we really?
2: Uh, Maybe someone in psyops. I don't know about covert ops. There was not. A- okay. Also, if you're there was covert no covert ops,
3: ops happening, that's my maybe,
2: point. Maybe maybe if you if you're gonna sneak in, maybe you could send the covert ops person to sneak in. Oh as opposed see. to that been a good Duke, call. who is uh a big fucking Joe Namath ass dude. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Joe Namath ass. I love it when Chan drops a football reference. And it's from nineteen sixty-nine. <laughs> 69. That's wonderful. Year. All of my football knowledge is from nice. the 80s, so <laughs> it's true. But Gina, aren't you in a fantasy football league? Uh am I? Is it working? <laughs> <laughs>
1: have I have I logged in and will I be ready to pick those guys <laughs> Sunday <laughs> afternoon? I know a lot about it. I think you're ready. Okay, yep. I think good. Ready. I'm glad yeah. I'm
3: ready. I remain the only woman in this <laughs> league. <laughs> the, team. the team will be named Hot Butts by the time we're done with it. Hell yes. <laughs> um, anyway, I love the sequence of the of the stats and the guys and their flexing. And I just, look, that to me is awesome. It is, It is just like Chan said, purely out of video games. Uh, there's another sequence later that absolutely reminds me of video games. Yeah. Um, I don't, and I don't I, and love, it, I love it,
2: but I understand it. And, you know, like, yeah, let, let it be what it is.
3: Yeah. Uh, so uh, moving forward uh, to Overkill talking to Cobra Commander. And he says, we got the operation set up. We got this giant drill with these mining platforms. We can get to get your power stones in one week's time. And Cobra Commander says that is unacceptable. You have 36 hours to get me all the power stones or bad things will happen. And Overkill correctly is Pissed off. Has this is what's wrong this? with Cobra Hollywood. Commander Production. has
1: done this, I believe, to overkill before. He's done it to someone where he was like, "Oh, I need it faster," and it didn't work out then. And I do not care for a leader who doesn't learn from his past mistakes.
2: You say well, that, but I will counter with uh, Scotty when he gets uh, unfrozen or pulled back. Somehow, uh, um, James McDewin, uh, uh James McDuane shows back up on next generation and he's We're talking, talking about scotty to- pippen right yes i'm talking okay. yes yes thank you for your extensive sports knowledge <laughs> from 30 years ago
1: <laughs> i i told you all my sports knowledge is from the 80s <laughs> um he
2: he shows up on next generation is talking to Jordy, and uh picard asked for something and um you know Jordy's like yep i'll have it finished in uh two hours and um uh scott is like what are you doing man that's not how you do it you tell him uh, you you tell him 24 hours and when they say you got to do it in 12 you're like oh i can't oh but i'll see what i can do but you know that you can only do it only just going to take you two hours um i'm yeah, very certain true. that everybody in that's cobra sharp. is like yeah we're gonna be able to get it to you in a week knowing that uh, Cobra Commander is going to be like, I did it at 26 hours. I'm like, well, that's what I was going to do anyway. So, <laughs> But for...
3: No, you know, I'm watching a show on Apple TV also called For All Mankind, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm a little late to the party too, but I'm watching the third and I believe most recent season. Heard good things uh, there's about a life. sequence. It's wonderful. It's it's honestly, I'm really interested. I've i think, good you things. know heard After two seasons, I was like, I think I might be good. I might be good after two seasons. And then we started season three and episode one of season three was like blew me away. So I was like, all right. And it's been great. Um, But there's there's moments in the show where the Russian spacecraft uh, is like behind its schedule. So the Russian uh, uh, government's just like, I don't know, turn your all your rockets and make them do double what they're supposed to do. And everybody else is like, they will blow up. And they're like, no, no, no. (laughs) Go ahead. Shoot those rockets. And then they do it. And then like seven minutes later, they blow up and then they have to be saved. You know, this is a common thing that happens on the show. And that's all I could think of when Cobra Commander is saying you have 36 hours instead of a week. And so all Overkill says is, I don't know, double the drill. And within a minute and a (laughs) half, it, it blew up. It blew up. It was a bad idea. I'm just saying um, you can't it, it properly test
1: things. There can't be proper R&D under these circumstances. I'm saying uh, I, I think I, I there think... was
3: proper R&D, and they knew how far they could push it, and Cobra Commander received none of those memos.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying someone someone in Cobra should uh, contact Consumer Reports or the Better Business Bureau anonymously yeah.
3: mm-hmm. and just John's really, no doubt. really tell them there. <laughs> contact john stossel now with fox news i believe oh is he he was always like a he was always
1: a libertarian uh so that because i I saw him years ago
3: he was always a little piece of shit who got his ass kicked by a wrestler (laughs) for going up to a guy twice his size and yelling that everything was fake in his face and i will (laughs) i will never not find that funny (laughs) For the record, John Stossel did sue the WWE for like half a million dollars or something because he lost hearing in one of his ears because the dude hit him so hard with an open hand, it like Mm -hmm. ruptured his eardrum.
2: Yeah, that's why you don't break kayfabe, son.
3: It's called finding out. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I mean, look, I'm not, you know, I don't like real violence most of the time, but I also love real violence. Sometimes... It's a fault in me. What can I say? Mostly against John Stossel.
2: Mostly John Stossel related violence. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty
3: much 98% Stossel.
2: Yeah.
3: G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Nobody
2: beats G.I. persuader.
3: But now, Cobra's got a maggot.
2: Joe can end up in a big disaster. Cobra's got a maggot with a laser blaster. It's a battle station, command center, and attack vehicle. Nobody
3: beats G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Persuader. So real, 10 real, G.I. Joe Persuader. Nobody
0: beats G.I. Joe. A real American hero.
3: Cobra maggot and G.I. Joe Persuader sold separately. Joe! Joe. back to G.I. Joe. So, uh, Duke uh, has said, I'm going down the chimney like Santa Claus. You two need to get all of the bats. Now, Overkill is a poor field general. I I have felt this already, and I feel it again. Uh, He has an army of bats in this base, right? And two people attack it in Ice Sabers, and he sends literally every single bat in the entire army after them.
1: Yeah, the fact that, like, I mean, I would have liked, I realize this is a kid's show, I would have liked a couple extra layers of, like, either proving how smart the Joes are because they knew exactly what he would do, or him thinking he knows it's a trap and there being several layers to the plan, rather than the Joes just saying, like, will wage an open attack and that dum-dum will send every soldier he's got and then he'll leave the base and then like him doing exactly that. Again, I realize as a kid's kid's cartoon, but I wish that there had been like a second Joe team behind it so that like he would have been like, ooh, I know what this is. This is a trap. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send 20 soldiers when really I've got 220 soldiers. And then when they come in through the back, assuming it'll be empty, there'll still be 200 soldiers. And then the Joe second team is like, well, we knew he was going to do that. And so we sent a third team to drill underneath him and come up through the The hole. hole
2: I, Gina, this is why you're a better writer and a better field general uh, <laughs> than Overkill. I understand all of your points. However, because I also thought the same thing, uh, I will counter with uh, one.
1: We'll show them the machines rule.
2: <laughs> that is just a great thing. I would <laughs> that put that upsetting. on a T-shirt. <laughs> that was we'll so upsetting. The machines rule. Second, dude's name is Overkill.
3: Okay, and you when know they what? Show okay, show
2: this fucking army of literally thousands of robots <laughs> going after two snow uh, sleds. I'm like, shit, man, that dude is properly named. Yeah, like, okay, you know that's fair. His mama yeah, his mom named him Overkill. Yeah, I
3: wasn't on board until you made that point. Yeah, now I'm same, totally on board. Same.
1: Chan understands the mind uh, of a of a robot with something to prove
3: <laughs> also can I can I say right now I got a real good laugh for longer than I should have when the GI Joe team says let's go into attack formation alpha and it's just two ice sabers side by side left and right of each other <laughs> <laughs> I mean how many formations do you have with two vehicles? <laughs> like, attack formation alpha. You mean we're both equal and just attacking from the front? <laughs> like, that's not a formation. That's, just, I don't know. I I'm laughed gonna, at that harder than I, I really should have.
2: I'm going to go to beta real quick. I'm just going to get behind you because I got to pick my nose. Get and I'll be back <laughs> out to alpha in a sec.
3: And then what's delta? Are you on top of me? Like, yes. what is happening? Yes. Um, I, I laughed. I was like, oh, you mean one left and one right? What a formation. <laughs>
2: it worked, um,
3: didn't it? and I did I did like Overkill's reaction. He says they're only doing a frontal assault with two ice sabers. I find that insulting. And he's so close to getting it.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. He's so
3: close. Um I,
1: mean, I enjoyed fair, that too. Their actual plan isn't much better. There are only three of them.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they um, sent in great. the uh, uh the big slow one instead of the one who has a background in covert ops. So they're <laughs> not real yeah. good at planning either.
3: It's not great. They do have this high tech grappling hook, which mm. I did kinda like. I kinda like <laughs> this as a device.
2: The, I don't uh, miss uh, uh, friggin uh, uh Duke is so amazed. He's mm. so amazed. How does high tech come up with these gadgets? How does high tech come up with these gadgets? It's a goddamn grappling hook. It's that also his, it. his Watch, only job.
1: It's like his only job. Like this is the this is the most elite military force in th- in the United States, and they're one person whose job it is to develop tech. Came up with a grappling hook. Also, I will say this episode to me is all about how people are crap at their jobs because <laughs> clearly Duke yeah. doesn't use the grappling hook correctly. And then yep. also it it malfunctions.
3: It breaks.
1: And like everyone is bad at their job. I don't like like and there's no mention of like. You know, if if they had laid the groundwork where High Tech had said like, oh, you can't take these; these are prototypes; they haven't been properly field tested. And Duke was just like, well, I have no other option. Uh, Like, we need to do this now. And High Tech would, and if High Tech had said like, okay, but if it gets below a certain temperature, or okay, but if you put too much weight, like whatever. But just making him bad at his job
3: sucks. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, to be fair, he says how d- how does he come up with this? I don't know. He watched Batman nineteen sixty six. Yeah. Where like, does he get these wonderful
1: him? toys? I mean,
3: this <laughs> that, uh, yeah, yeah. grappling hook's been around a long time, Duke. Um, <laughs> just saying. Uh, and yes, uh, he 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 needs to hurry. I do think that it does give out because he's again just like everybody else in this episode. He's trying to go too fast because he feels some sort of time pressure. Uh, I've given him maybe given the show maybe too much credit here, but he uh, he's using the it's cool because he shoots it. It's a grappling hook attached to like a rifle, almost like a big old space rifle, and it pulls it up for him. So all he has to do is hang on to the butt the 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 the, the rifle hang and then on walk up the side of the cliff. But 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 and <laughs> and uh, and unfortunately the grapple uh, the hook at the end gives out. So we go to commercial with him about to just fall to his death on the side. And then he has he jumps to a cliff. So he's fine. And we have and you guys called it out. I called it out, too. In my notes, our first diehard moment. Yes, there's more than one. Great. Come out to the Arctic. Have a good time. (laughs) It's wild. It is wild that they're doing diehard in this episode.
1: Yeah, I will say. So this episode was 2005 or 2006. Die Hard was made in 1988. And I, (laughs) I like normally love when kids cartoons do this, when they slip in references for the adults. Like it's something that like even Bluey does every now and then. You're like, Oh shit, Bluey's doing an 80s reference because that's how old the parents are that are watching these shows. My brother and I love it when Bluey does it. This felt Mm -hmm. so weird and weirdly out of place. And yeah. I was just like, "Who? who is this for? Is this like, it's just so weird. Yeah, I don't know. It was very
3: strange. Gina, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now who it's for. It's for three people <laughs> <laughs> who were talking about Sigma Six almost 20 years later. But we That's weird. For. The difference between us and Sigma Six is the same amount of time between Sigma Six and Die Hard. And that is not lost on me. <laughs> but like, did we like it or did we find it weird?
1: I mean, again, I, I was like,
2: what's that? I did not care for it.
3: I laughed. I laughed because it's such a weird reference. Yeah, it's uh, and so I appreciate weird. that they're at least trying to do something. All right. I, I appreciate risk. And that's just it's just it's weird. It's so out of place because uh, it doesn't match the tenor of the show at all. And yet they went for it. So, you know what? I say kudos. But it is a Chan and Gina versus Ray moment, so I know where I'm probably at.
1: I mean again, like normally I would appreciate it, it just struck me as out of place and weird. If if it had like if if the episode was like well written and they had clearly and it was like some sort of homage, you know, like I've been I've been rewatching for example, I've been rewatching Star Wars Rebels, the animated show for work. It's quite good. I've been helping out with the breakdowns because a lot of what's in there ties into Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. Mm. And there's oh, a bet. scene yeah. where they're, like, in the, in the desert on some planet. And this, like, old stormtrooper who's, like, kind of gone crazy. He, he, like, he's, he's thrown off his conditioning and remo- removed his head chip. But he's, like, a little cuckoo. He's, like, I need you guys to help me catch this giant sandworm. Uh, because like I could eat for a year on that thing and then I'll help you out with what you want. And the whole next sequence is an homage to Jaws. (laughs)
2: and I was like oh
1: my god this is great this is like you know this giant sandworm grabs the like sand hook and it's dragging the ship and I was like oh yeah this is I know exactly what this is this is great this whole episode is great the fact that that guy is like kind of crazy and has lost his mind and that's also like you know basically a cartoon for kids but this it comes out of nowhere the rest of the episode seems so hastily written so it seems like someone slapped a slap a thing together and was like, hey, guys, you know what movie I watched for the first time this weekend? It's called Die Hard. Uh, (laughs) It's about a man. He goes to a building and Uh, then he's kicking some ass. Maybe we should throw some lines in this episode. And everyone else was like, "Ah, yeah, I don't care, man. Do whatever you want.
2: I will tell you. Nobody cares. I will tell you how they fucked up this is while uh duke is like outside the wind is blowing he's in the arctic and he's like "Ah, come out to the arctic have a few laughs, laughs. um late uh, the, of course as we all remember the scene is john McClane in an air duct and he's trying to squish uh-huh. around because it's really hard to move and all that just a few minutes later there is a scene where Duke is crawling right. through an air duct, yes. and they didn't you're put exactly this line right. there.
1: Yeah, it's- you're right. You're right. Oh boy, I did because once oh, he, once the air duct part happened, I was like, oh, there's there's more die hard stuff
3: coming.
2: Mm. No, well, I mean, there was. Yeah, we'll get but it there. Wasn't there.
3: Yeah. No. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, you were. Chan. That's twice now. You've nailed it. Um, that's bizarre.
2: Well, so, you called me okay. out saying that I ruined things, so I'm going to set you straight. Welcome
3: back to the newest episode of Chan Enhances Everything.
2: <laughs> Which essentially is me ruining your concept, so uh, it yeah, does okay. come full circle.
3: I like that. Look, uh, look. Uh, do I have a humiliation fetish of people trying to prove me wrong? Maybe. <laughs> is it happening in this episode a lot? Yes. Am I enjoying this episode a ton?
2: There we go. Then
3: one thing I don't like in these uh, episodes when they happen is like a lack of uh, repercussions. I don't like it when somebody makes a mistake and then easily weasels their way out of that mistake. Mm -hmm. I like it when we are like tasked with somebody, we're going with them and they make terrible decisions and those decisions come back to bite them in the ass. And heavy duty. Do- look, the, the team with the ice saber, Scarlet and Heavy Duty, in these vehicles are fighting an army. They're fighting an entire army of bats of all sizes and air uh, support. There are flying vehicles as well coming after them. They should get annihilated. Right now. Now, understanding what their plan was, if they even meant to do it, I'm going to give them credit and say yes. They did mean to do it, but heavy duty is like zipping around, driving a little crazy, knowing that the missiles are all missing him, but just barely. And he's just going left and right and laughing. And then he turns a corner and then he looks and right in front of him is another entire platoon army of bats. And in my head, in that moment, when I saw that, I went, they should destroy him. If he just easily wriggles out of turning, putting all his eggs in one basket, and then turning a corner and there's an army in front of you, you should get blasted. So I give the show credit because he gets blasted and he gets, the vehicle gets destroyed and flipped over and he gets taken out of the action for a moment because of that moment. And I appreciated the repercussions of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That That's all. That's my, I'll get off my soapbox now. I just hate it when, you know, Han Solo runs down the tunnel uh, and then sees a whole bunch of an, an army and then just runs back and nobody's killed him. You know, I'm just saying that I don't like that. For example,
2: did you see that in theaters, right?
3: No, that was the first uh, Star Wars. I was born that year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So,
3: Baby, so I just got actually seen in theaters. that's a great i was just listening that song earlier today and it's wonderful um and i just wrote here there are so many bats like i i we're not doing justice (laughs) to exactly how giant the platoon and army of battle android troopers of all sizes there are it is thousands it is
2: so many that was the thing that like made me like made that overkill thing click because i'm like this is ridiculous. This is, like, beyond, like, <laughs> yeah. weird. We're into, like, a like a, a dimension of surreality. And then I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that is, that's overkill, isn't it? Oh, there you go. That's
3: what he does. And how does Heavy Duty, who escapes with Scarlet, how does he, how does he get out of this situation? This I did not care for at all. Oh, boy. He gets out of it by taking the door to the uh, ice saber.
2: And "quote unquote" snowboarding in 1995, no. or, or at the peak of the X Games era, this would have been execrable. The uh, in 2006 in or 2005? whatever, 2005? Jesus yeah. Christ, man! Are you saying
1: they were late to the game?
2: And the I'm game saying, didn't snowboard- exist anymore.
3: <laughs> snowboarding happens downhill. It's skiing and he barely with the all of the maneuverability of the ice saber and speed therein was barely outrunning those missiles and lasers and army shooting at him he was basically only a half a step ahead of getting murdered at any moment when he is on a makeshift snowboard going sideways near as I can tell and no one can somehow catch up to him no robot can target where he's going to be by the time the laser blast happens and he's destroying an entire army on a snowboard I was very unhappy I was very unhappy
2: watching it I mean is it terrible 100% I feel like what he was doing was Using the Gatling gun as like a a, a rocket to push him. I'm taking
1: a rocket.
2: Yes. <laughs> Go on.
1: I'm packing my suitcase.
2: Go on.
3: <laughs> I'm done.
1: I'll
2: just sit back. Okay.
3: Oh, all right. I'll step forward. Um, I don't understand it. I don't understand. That's not how snowboards work. It's definitely not how riding a door of a GI Joe vehicle works. Also, we learn at the end, he's never snowboarded before, but mm-hmm. he can. What do they say? He can get wild. What uh, he can get funky. What did they say was <laughs> it made me I have very no upset idea
2: what you heard, but I'm sure it was. Um, I want to know what I heard, heard now, too. Yeah.
3: Um, it was, it was so dumb. It was beyond dumb and it was dumb for a decade previous. Like you said, Chan, it doesn't make sense the year we got it on any level. And it didn't make sense later when we call it back either. It may have made me more upset when we call it back, honestly. Um, so here we go. Let's cut back to Duke before my, my temperature boils. Uh, Duke reaches the very top. He jumps down and into it, uh, down the chimney and uh we have our uh, uh die hard moment number two of course i'm gonna need a sound poll for that as well ah, yippee-ki-yay motherfucker
2: yes he does why are we doing that and i stopped it before we got to that point <laughs> because this is a family show
3: yeah we 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 are not a goddamn show that fucking swears let's just start there
1: Why yeah, are we doing again this? that that movie? Is that movie is an R that movie is an R movie? I'm not sure. I'm not yes, sure who's yes.
2: who. This is for. It is explicitly not but for also- children, which is the big problem that I have with you know, like because, like you said, yeah, like sometimes it's fun to have you know like a uh, oblique references to things that a kid uh-huh, might not get, uh-huh. but when it's just flat out so, uh, so uh, counter to the tone, because the whole point of diehard is that it feels like he's a normal guy. And this is this yes. these are let's I guess we can call them superheroes because they're just jumping on every Joe's metal superhero and, and carving the snow like uh Sean White. Except wow, that Sean White is, is still bound by the laws of physics. Uh although Merlin, as I understand, is not. <laughs>
3: Look, I, what I will say is I I was not expecting a flying tomato reference in this episode, but here we are. Um, also, like, give us a third reference if we're doing this, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. We're going to get mm-hmm. these two and we're done. Mm-hmm. Surely you could have come up with literally anything as a third reference.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, very unhappy. So he goes down the chimney and we have a vent moment. And I did like this. Um, oh, this is where the drill double speed thing happens. Who cares? Uh, Duke is going down the vent and there's an uh, exhaust or something that's about to come out and blow him out. So he's like, I have to time this jump properly and I've got to make it to this vent because the, the steam is coming up and I'm about to get like murderized. So he jumps. He does a, a Prince of Persia run across the side of the cylinder.
2: He does jumps a Prince to the of Persia run because he has magnetic boots, which is kind of cool. But I like that. If you have magnetic boots and you're running to a shaft, Maybe you could just run to the shaft instead of jumping towards the shaft. He Why dove, would you have yeah, to jump? It's not making you any faster. And you you missed it. You fall. He misses it. You use a knife to slow yourself down. You jam the knife into the metal walls and that slows you down enough to stop and then climb up the ladder to escape the exhaust, the which is, should be coming at a fairly fast clip, I would think, being that it's steam or exhaust. He gets into the shaft, into the shaft that is like a little, you know, exhaust outshoot uh, shaft. But it's probably there. I to was just thinking let it. steam escape, and so you're inside it. Guess what happens? You're still covered in this burning steam, and you would die anyway. This entire yeah. sequence made less than zero sense, and I fucking hated it.
3: <laughs> I loved it, and I'll tell you why. It's because it subverted my expectations. I just assumed he was going to make it to the vent on the jump. And then everything would be fine. But he misses it. He uses the knife. This is crazy. And he he stops his momentum, which is so do- you have magnetic boots. Just turn them back on again. Like, this shouldn't be that hard. And then he climbing the ladder. Look, I loved. I understand this was dumb. I understand how much butt the sequence was. But the fact that he missed the vent and had to, like, improvise made me very happy.
2: This did not subvert my expectations because I expected it to be shit. And it was,
3: (laughs) I mean, fair enough. So I asked this question, how I asked this question already. I'll ask it again, because I have it in my notes here. Heavy duty. Let's go back to him on the snowboard. Why can no one hit him? Why can no one hit him? This is insane to me. It is thousands of bats shooting near as I can tell rockets that home in on their targets based on the fact that they were moving to try to hit the ice sabers. Why can no one hit this one man? It is infuriating. <sighs> it was a sequence out of a bad video game from the Xbox 360 era, is what it was, uh, which, which tracks, given when we're, when we're doing this. But, like, it was just this... Uh, I did not care for anything involving heavy duty on a snowboard. And that's all I will say about that.
1: Maybe he doesn't care what you think about him.
3: You know what? And he shouldn't honestly like
2: uh, own, own your decisions, right? It's good to have that kind of self-esteem.
3: <laughs> so this is the point where overkill realizes his mistake. And I, and I, I genuinely enjoyed this because overkill did what a guy named overkill would do and sent an entire army after two people. He realizes, I need to recall the bats back to the base now, but they're out of radio range, which was already set up earlier in the episode by the fact that Duke couldn't reach them. So I was happy about that. I like that. And then he says, oh, no, I've I've effed up. I sent my entire army and we are totally defenseless. Then they finds out, oh, Duke is in here. Oh, crap. At least I have Overlord Vector, who is still... uh, uh, he's around he's there but he's healing up but he's not quite healed yet and so he's like this is all we got send overlord vector that should be enough to kill one joe uh and 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 i did enjoy that i also like the fact was that the overkill part
2: yes. of the show that i enjoyed i liked seeing overlord vector come back uh, like mm-hmm, I wasn't mm-hmm. a big fan of him the first time, but when he came back, I was like, "Oh all right, that guy He's pretty <laughs> cool. And it makes sense in this context. It's he's, he's like uh, uh undergoing maintenance at the time. So he's not at full strength. And so like, okay, that's sort of like a f- fair matchup against Duke. And like, like this is the one part that tracked and, and made sense and worked for me.
3: Yeah, I liked it. Uh, the, the part that tracked for me more is that uh, the, the human henchman, Of uh Overlord, say the charge three charges are set by Duke, and we he's gonna blow them. Do we want to go get the power stones? And he goes, You do what you want to. I'm getting the fuck out of (laughs) here. I'm evacuating immediately. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: And there's something joyful about that to me in that how many different villains would make stupid decisions, and overkill at the first sign of pushback is like, I'm out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I loved it.
2: I do enjoy that they've sort of committed to giving all of the uh Cobra drones and whatnot like this sort of doofy personality. Cause yeah, like But
3: you two will have to explain this to Cobra Commander.
2: Maybe we could tell him a dog ate the power stones. Oh, good one. That's <laughs> yeah, dumb that as made shit, you laugh. But like, yeah, sure. Well, all of these guys are 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 goofy dummies. And it's 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 fun.
3: Yeah, I like this. Agree a thousand percent. Uh, I give me weird henchmen any day uh, and here they're not expected. So I like it even more.
2: Yeah, this is uh, who is it? Twenty four and twenty six. Twenty one and twenty four.
3: Twenty one, twenty four. Twenty five and six to four. We're going Dude. to Venture Brothers because I was about to say it, but I
2: thought that it was too many
3: Venture Brothers references in one episode. But if you're doing it, Chan, I'll double up.
2: Gina, get with the program.
3: 25
2: of, 64. of 26, I don't know the song, but I uh, <laughs> know that it's a thing. Yeah, you do. Don't you, don't you effing lie to me, Chan. Yes, 6, you effing do.
1: I never know uh, the numbers that they're saying, so I like to make mine up, my own up.
3: (laughs) Well, Duke is pinned down by Overlord Vector, and he's stuck. The bombs are going to go off. Duke does his mission, and he's like, everybody get out of here. Everybody don't come and get me uh, because uh, these bombs are going off very soon. I'm pinned down by Overlord Vector. I'm kind of screwed, but at least the mission will be successful. And then, like, Scarlet and Heavy Duty show up in the room with Duke, in my mind, a lot faster than they should have. <laughs> How are they just suddenly there? I mean, that that did not track for me. That upset me.
2: It it does kind of take some of the drama out of it. But then, like, what in the show doesn't?
1: Yeah, yeah that you're, also, you're not willing like to, to go. You're not willing to suspend your disbelief for this.
3: No, because Duke has to do all of these maneuvers through vents and chimneys and he finally gets to the room and then literally going in, near as I could tell, just going in the front door, Scarlet and Heavy Duty show up there in about one millionth the time. And it just, i did not I didn't care for that. Because here's the deal. If this works, Duke should have just waited for the army to leave and then walked in the front door.
2: He certainly should have.
3: I mean, I'm just saying. Now, uh, he orders them, use your heavy duty. And they reference a plasma cannon earlier, too, that they were being armed with one. I took mental note of that when they said it, because to mm. me, that's a Warhammer thing. And so heavy duty is like, you got the plasma cannon. He's like, yes, I do. And I'm like, I love it. Set up callback. Let's go. And he says, I can't hit the overlord vector. He's too fast. He goes, I don't need you to hit the overlord vector. I need you to hit the roof. The it's roof. okay so he shoots the, the roof, roof and drops chunks on onto fire. overlord vector
2: the roof is on fire we don't i mean literally it is water. on fire. yeah let the arctic take care of it i guess is, uh, as uh as george clinton would say
3: that is how the song went yeah as i remember mm-hmm. uh, overlord vector is pissed as he escapes he goes i can't believe he got beat by humans there's a sound poll i'd love to have here of the henchman because uh uh, uh sassy henchman Oh, I'm you always think, here for sassy henchmen.
2: <laughs> you, you you think I didn't I didn't get this one?
3: this fiasco leaks out, you to a toast. Our lips are sealed, sir. We won't tell anyone you're a failure.
2: <laughs> I
3: I legitimately laughed out loud when he said that. <laughs> we won't tell anyone you're a failure. Yeah, this was solid, and that's that's like because in the previous episode, Destro like self uh, sabotaged himself. And then had to come up with a cover story about how G.I. Joe beat him. And now, Overlord, uh, or I'm sorry, Overkill, uh, again, we won't tell how you failed here. We're going to make up a story about how G.I. Joe was just too much. I love the idea of uh, Cobra uh, Goons not getting it done and then having to come back with stories about how great G.I. Joe is. There's something about that that resonates with me in a joyful way. I like that a lot. Like GI Joe's actually kind of stupid. GI Joe actually kind of sucks. But because we suck harder, we have to we have to play them up like Lou Holtz talking <laughs> about the Army football team and how scared he is of uh, a height of its era Notre Dame football to play them, even though they're one in ten right now. You know, I, I I love this. I love this gimmick. Don't ever lose this gimmick. It makes me happy.
2: Well, if uh, the rest of the series is any judge, it'll be gone by the next episode.
3: About two episodes. Yeah, it'll be it'll be dropped, unfortunately. And high tech, they say high tech's going to get pissed because one of his ice sabers got blown up and he said he called them again. uh, Set up callback. Gina, this is great writing, right?
1: Yes. What's the callback?
3: (laughs) In the earlier in the opening scene high-tech says don't scratch don't even get scratches on my uh ice sabers these are these are new vehicles and we need them to come back and then later on one of them blows up and they reference that high-tech's gonna get pissed because we're only bringing one back setup up return
2: yeah. Yeah, we're in the ballpark yeah
3: great writing thank you and this is the part of the episode we're at the end now where I got I got mad <laughs> because we have only one ice saber left, and we have these power stones. We haven't established what... A, have we ever seen a power stone? How big are they? Because they seem to imply that they got, like, three power stones, and that it, took up all yeah. the room that Heavy Duty could sit in in
2: the ice saber. They tiny as hell.
1: I still... They're, like... They're clearly some sort of MacGuffin because... They they don't yes. really matter. I mean, they they don't really matter.
3: <laughs> Not at all. But like, are they are they the size of boulders or can they fit in the palm of your hand? I don't know.
2: No, we've seen them, and they are. Have we? Yeah, okay. they're about hand hand sized. You'll hold one in your That's,
3: hand. Um, so this, so they're just being mean girls right now. I'm trying to figure this out because Duke and Scarlet are like, oh, heavy duty. You're so good at snowboarding. So why don't you snowboard the fuck home for 15 miles in the South pole instead of getting in the vehicle because the power stones are taking
2: your seat. It's almost 50 miles to the rendezvous point at the South pole. Not like, uh, you know, Pittsburgh where it's possible that it's like a temperate 70 degrees. It's the fucking South pole. They're like, sorry, we have to fill up this, uh, <clears throat> snow truck with rocks Bye. you know they're gonna fuck you know they're, they're gonna like fuck. hey you yeah. know what it's real weird if you watched so we're gonna make you walk 50 miles in the arctic uh, weather so that so that i can get laid
3: yeah it was real upsetting that they made the black guy walk i'll just say it like they're clearly boning and there is room for him in there and they say just snowboard your way home since you're so good at it but again that's not how snowboarding works you can't snowboard on a flat surface nope it's a downhill activity so unless i'm to believe it's 50 miles straight downhill at a 30 degree or higher slope this is bullshit
2: I don't this understand how so this upsetting. is a recurring bit that, and, and this was the place that tunnel rat was in. So it's not tunnel rat and it's not heavy duty. It's I, I don't, I don't oh, that's remember if right. was there, but like, this is a, a weird thing that all of the Joes have. And it's it's okay. like hazing and it's gross. I don't care for it.
3: But I was okay when they did it to tunnel rat. Cause he sucks. Heavy duty's fine. I like heavy duty. Didn't Mm. didn't sit well with me. I did not care for this. Anyway, that's our episode. Polar, episode nine of G.I. Joe Sigma-6. Y'all, there are 20, what, 26 episodes of Sigma-6, and we're almost to double digits. Here we go. Diggity dog. How
2: many
1: different ways can they get those power stones?
2: I was... So disappointed that this was going to be another week of G.I. Joe. I had set it up beautifully. It was sprinkled. We had a whole bunch of uh, 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 suggestions from the patrons. So I had like one Joe, one something else, one Joe, one something else. And then I had to shake it around. I don't even remember whose fault it is. I'm just going to blame all y'all. But my beautiful schedules messed up and now there's big chunks of GI Joe that I have to slog through and I'm not happy I was about excited it excited
1: that it was GI Joe because we've been watching some weird stuff lately
3: oh but, yes we have. and also
1: we got to squeeze it in because it's almost time to start watching Halloween episodes
3: yeah so Chan I'm looking at the schedule ahead and you scheduled something called Funky Phantom twice uh and the first one is uh, uh, uh the 16th of Oh no, you don't have anything there. Uh, oh, I'm looking the wrong way. You have a thing scheduled for uh, uh, October for Halloween in September, but you also have it also in October. So I need I need to go into our schedule, move some things around. The thing I'm going to tell our people at home is, while we do have some other non GI Joe stuff coming, the next few uh, weeks leading us into October, so all of September, we're going to be doing a lot more Sigma Six. We're trying to bang through the end of Sigma six season one, uh, before the end of the, the
2: year Sigma six season one.
3: Yeah. That's let's neat. just, we're at least trying to get through the first 13 episodes. I just want uh, sure to make sure we have time
1: cool. to watch. Uh, like, cause you know that once, like once, the once it hits midnight on October 1st, I want nothing but Halloween episodes. Then I want nothing but Thanksgiving episodes. Then I want nothing but Christmas episodes.
2: This is correct.
1: So we got yeah, limited and, time. And, and, and here's the deal: September I'm and that's that. it.
3: And given some like things, Chan, uh, honestly, he's got this funky phantom thing. He's got Archie's weird mysteries. Um, uh, and we're going to finish out uh, GI Joe Sigma six uh, somewhere, I think at the end of September. So we're going to actually like bang through the last few episodes and then get to our uh, holiday stuff. Uh, and honestly, Chan, uh, with the, with the, you know, I, I, I like that. I like that plan. Let's do it.
2: What, what just happened? I'm going to move some stuff around. <laughs> I,
1: yeah. I, I ignore all of you until it comes time for me to watch something.
3: So, so give us suggestions. Here's the deal. Give us suggestions of uh, Halloween stuff. Give us suggestions of uh, Christmas stuff. And that I'm really only talking to our patrons here patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast where you can reach out. We're doing a lot of, a lot of these stuff we're doing is patron suggestions when it's not GI Joe. So if you want to get on the train for that, come on in, join us. We appreciate your support and uh, a lot, even though, you know, um, uh, uh, Chan doesn't, but I do. I'll just have, you know, and so we're going to be doing a lot of these suggestions Uh, through the end of the year so give it to us give us halloween give us thanksgiving give us uh, christmas suggestions we'll be taking them we're going to do a lot of fan stuff through the end of the year once we get to october you can also do some on facebook.com slash knowing us half the podcast for our delightful facebook group that uh we do get some posts in we do get some interaction and it's fun uh on the uh on x.com no it's twitter stop it Chan's not there i've got one foot out the door. Gina's all over it, but we're I'm, also I'm there thriving. at G.I. Joe podcast. It's Gina's she she's thriving. <laughs> I'm thriving the, amidst uh, the, the chaos. chaos. The, has Elon sent you a check yet? What's going on with that?
1: Uh, no, I blocked his ass. Uh, I block a lot of people on there.
2: Oh, he's not going to allow too. that anymore.
1: No, he he, he, yeah. he apparently it's not legal <laughs> to not it's allow people. It's not legal people... to
2: do, uh,
3: get rid of your block feature. Yeah,
1: less. apparently someone corrected him, so he had to walk that back. Well, excuse me,
3: It's legal. It's very legal to do so, but if you do so, you can no longer be listed on the Apple or Google stores yes, on your app yeah, because yeah. that is essential for doing it. So we, he is we, not going to be doing it for he would like to be listed on the Apple and Google stores. Correct. But that being said, I will never update that app again. It will remain Twitter with a bird uh, icon on my phone. And the second that it's forced to update to use, it will be going away.
1: I'm waiting for it all. So enjoy it it. while you got it, folks. Go back to normal.
3: Melon (laughs) is just absolutely pooping the bed in every way possible with this bird app. Um, Just just sell it. Just sell it for $5 billion or whatever it is he spent. Eat the loss. The Saudis are paying for it anyway. We're dragging this out too
1: long. I'm done.
3: Gina doesn't want to talk about the Saudis owning Twitter. Uh, through Elon because she's got something to hide. Tune in next week and find out what. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: wherever
3: Cobra strikes, wherever they attack, G.I. Joe will fight. There's no turning back. GI Joe will turn the tide! Be a hero. Sigma 6 is on your side, GLB! Be, Be, Be the best of the best! Whenever there's a mission, G.I. Joe is there! Sigma 6! Hello, dear listeners! Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of the Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host, Nave, and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming, and we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on the Gaming Together podcast.
2: So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss, and I'm playing my Pokemon, and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling in the water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this game. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god! Traumatized. I was like, no, my
3: my Pokemon. That's gaming together, cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners.